which we all know, by the way, the harebrained ideas that you formulate right as you're saying them, processing out loud, those are the good ones. Have you seen the Sasquatch that's out there? I don't know what they, they brew him on a military base or something. That boy was thrown into a cave at age five and they said, you have to mine your way out. You're way off base here. You're way off. You're trying to bring, you're trying to bring your high class sophistication into my hamburger and it doesn't, my hamburger doesn't want it. Welcome to Talking Dogs. I'm Clint. And I'm Daniel. And we're two guys who love UGA sports. One of us is from the South. And one of us is from the West Coast. One of us is a lifelong Georgia fan. One is a more recent convert. But we both share a borderline obsessive, often ridiculous desire to see UGA succeed just like you do. This podcast is a place to talk about the dogs the way you would at a tailgate, in your backyard, or over a drink with your friends. Are we insiders? Nah. Do we have lofty recruiting connections? Nope. We are just two guys who love talking about the dogs, so let's talk. Hello and welcome to episode 73 of the Talking Dogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I'm Clint. Clint, let's just stop talking about when we're going to record episodes and when we're not. Deal? Look, 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 Daniel, there's a simple rule in life that most people try to follow. You and I apparently don't follow this rule. Uh, and that is under-promise, over-perform, Right. That doesn't sound right. No, that doesn't, that doesn't sound. I right. don't even. I don't even like the sound of it. It sounds off-putting because you and I promise a great deal, and rarely, do. rarely do we fulfill those promises that we make, Daniel. Um, but yeah, let's just let's just stop talking about it. But we're here now. Today here we are. Today we are here. Today's the day. Um, <laughs> uh, we've got we got lots of things to talk about. We've been promising you. Uh, win to- some more win totals, over-unders. Um, we are going to talk about, um, we got another power rankings coming down the pipe today. It's a big weekend. It's a big weekend, though, in Athens. Is it not, Clint? Yeah, it is a huge weekend in Athens. Anybody going, anybody going to Athens this weekend? Uh, I don't know. Uh, no fans are going to Athens this weekend for anything spectacular. They, I mean, they might be. Maybe just they, a pilgrimage. Maybe sure. Just... Sure. Off to Mecca somewhere, uh, but Daniel, if I were to tell you the number of five-star players that are currently going to be in Athens this weekend, it would be astounding, would it not to you? If I told there's, you all, there's, there's a there's a lot of talent making uh, its way to. Yep, a lot of talent, a lot of crystal ball predictions, giving us the edge on a couple of these guys. We have six uh, five stars in the total of the 2020 class that that are going to be committing uh two of which are already in the bag in sherman and jones uh and then we got four more five stars rated in the top 10 at their positions uh and then 2021 don't sleep on that because kirby he he don't care about this year he cares about next year and the year after and every single year therefore uh we have four five stars happening right after the quiet period right after the dead period uh, they make their way to Athens, and uh, so ha- have a great weekend there, boys. It's going to be fun for you. It's going to be a blast. Gosh, the it's it's almost it's almost overwhelming to try to keep. You know, like I feel like we're in a place right now with Georgia recruiting where I'm just content to just sort of ride it. Like yeah. I'll learn your name after you commit. That, yeah. That's 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 kind of where I'm. At. It's kind of where I'm at right now, and no offense to you, I'm sure you're. I mean, did you did you five, know, f- did you know who Jorge Pickens was 
before he committed to Georgia, Daniel? That's the th- thing is um, I'm sure lots of recruiting people that, you know, there's some people that really get into that. And no knock on you if that's you out there. Um, some people really love recruiting. I would say of the two of us, you, you like recruiting more than me. But you follow this. You follow this a little more closely. I, you know, and but five years ago when it was like one five star every three years or so, and just a bunch of four stars. Um, yeah, I would learn those guys' names early, and I would, you know, I would include them in my, you know, as I'm praying with my kids every night, you know, just include that and just just include that. Just hoping, hoping that there's one offensive lineman above a three-star to commit That's to right. Georgia at some point. Please let Trenton Sturdivant commit to the University of Georgia. Um, but but these days, you know, it's just there's so much. It's overwhelming. Like it's, it is I'll, surely overwhelming. I'm sure they're all going to be good. That's kind of the thing. Is it kind of makes recruiting boring? And this is a this is a contrarian take, and I'm just formulating it right now in my brain. Which we all know, but, by the way, the harebrained ideas that you formulate right as you're saying them, processing out this, loud, those are the good ones. This were the this were the money. These are the money beats. Those are the ones you put at the at the front. Um, yeah, it kind of makes recruiting boring because you know at the end of it, this class is going to be number one, number two, number three. You know the people that come in or going are going to be mega talented, mm-hmm. and like you know that the needs are going to be met. When was when was the last time, Clint, the needs weren't met? Just off, off the top of your head, since Kirby's been in the sheriff, when was the last time you thought to yourself, "Boy, we don't have any fill in the blank." Oh my, I I can't. There's not one, Daniel. There's, there's not, not one. Oh, did did we miss out on a quarterback? Did did one leave, and did we flip one? Who, by the way, um, I don't care how low you raise that basketball hoop. I don't. I don't <laughs> That's not ten feet. That ain't That's, ten feet. That ain't. That ain't. <laughs> but I don't care because Dewan, you out there running around jumping. That's all I care about. I, you, you can put it down to eight, nine feet for video. I don't care. Good on you for running around. People out there going crazy. The first thing I saw when I saw that video is that's a nine foot rim. If ever, if I've ever seen one in my entire life. Yep. Ain't nobody. Ain't no way that that's a ten foot rim. No. People out here are just looking like Russell Westbrook. Like you're not. I'm. I'm. I'm sure you're very athletic, but come on now. Come on now. Uh, so Daniel, uh, do, do you think after this weekend, uh, one and a half? And I gave you over under. Let's start over under quick. One and a half over under. We have commits within two weeks after this weekend. Oh, over over that for sure. One one one. One fella, and again, I don't know. I don't remember which one it is. One fella's supposed to come in on Monday, I uh, believe. Uh, is that accurate? Did that I, is accurate. Did I, did I get that right? Is you it Milton? That. Is that is it Milton that's supposed to come in on Monday? Correct. Gosh, I'm, I'm killing it over here. Uh, you are. So so yeah, I think I think we'll get him, and and so that'll be one if you're going to count that. And we were going to get him regardless of this weekend, and so you can give me two weeks to get one more commit. I think we'll. I think that'll. I think the other one that's going to be in the bag. I think two are going to be in the bag very, very shortly after each other. Uh, Ringo and uh, Gilbert uh, are going to be in the bag as well. And if that happens, you can talk about those two guys, Ringo and Gilbert. Speaking of positions, if you were to say the one position that we have the most need 
right now, it would definitely be tight end, yep. right? I mean, like for sure, it would be. It would, the cupboard is not bare. No, you know, uh, but 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 a position of need is certainly tight end. You bring in a guy like Gilbert. Hello, hello. Oh, oh. Also, by the way, uh, he's not the only five star tight end that is heavily favored to come to Georgia next year. No, have you seen the Sasquatch? Have I, you seen the Sasquatch that's out there? I don't know what they they grew him on a military base or something. I don't know what that boy was thrown into is. a cave at age five, and they said you have to mine your way out, and he <laughs> he mined his way out, chiseled, you, using nothing but a sharpened stone. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. No, it's um, recruiting is recruiting is what it is. I um. I'm uh, I'm I'm certainly excited about it, and but but as we get, especially as we get closer to the season, man, like recruiting season's over for me. Like I, I just I'm after all... after this dead period, Daniel. After these four days that we have open, after that, oh my, oh my, just oh my, yeah. I don't think you guys realize. All right, let's get into what do you want to do first? Do you want to do power rankings first, or do you want to do? Daniel, I think a win, we need to tell the people. Yeah, speaking of getting ready for the season, one of the things that we have talked about many times on this show uh, is you have to have, have to have your pregame, during game meal preparation on point. We have already talked about uh, the in stadium food, top three best foods to eat in a stadium. Uh, we have covered that completely, and now we move on, Daniel, to the tailgate plan. Because I don't know if you know, which you do, uh, tailgate food much different than in stadium food. Totally different. Oh, the, your options, your options have been greatly expanded. Greatly expanded. It's like uh, it's like saying what what's your go to order at McDonald's versus what's your go to order at Taco Bell. Oh, like yeah. you just got you got a bunch of different options. And so you you can't just repeat, even though the French fries probably are the best thing at McDonald's and Taco Bell currently. Collectively, so maybe wow. not. A, it's not a great example. No, Those nacho not. fries, man. It's nacho fries. That's gross. You're you're gross. That's gross. Oh, well, thank you're you. Gross. Um, <clears throat> tailgate foods now. Tailgate tailgate foods are wide open. Yes. What's your are there any rules when it comes to tailgate food? And if so, what are your rules? Like, what what are your what's the only th- what are the things that are off limits, or is uh, anything off limits when it comes to when you think about tailgate? Uh, I have a one utensil rule with tailgate. Don't okay. don't throw two utensils at me. If I got to use two yeah. utensils for something, I, right. I don't want I don't want to play this game. Correct. Okay. Don't give me a steak. Don't. What are you doing? That I need a knife. To like that's not. That's not what I'm, I'm trying to be. I mean, if you have if you have sliced brisket up thin enough that I can I can pluck it up with a fork and and chew on that, great. I'll, I'll take that. Uh, but if I gotta cut something, man, don't don't be putting that in my face. Uh, I might I might I might go one better on you, and I might say uh, a a good tailgate. You eat good with one utensil, okay. but a great tailgate. No you utensils. eat good with no utensils. Ooh, that's ooh. I'll just say if you're gonna try to if you're gonna try to take your tailgate game to the next level, try to make it so that you still serve all the foods you want to serve. Okay. But figure out a way to serve them without utensils. 
uh, we'll get into that more as we, we get will. as we as we move along. Uh, I'd say the only other rule for tailgates, and this is this is essential, especially early season tailgates, especially in the deep south, early season tailgates. Don't don't put anything cold out there on the table, okay? Like I'm not interested in in uh, like desserts, okay? Or I'm not interested in uh, like coleslaw. Well, I, don't don't no. put it out there on the table. Uh, you want to put some fruit that's chilled out there on the table? Like okay, we can okay, but like that that stuff's getting nasty. Yeah, like, it really is real quick. Real quick, uh, so yeah, you gotta you gotta think about the you gotta think about the elements. Okay. But other than that, you're wide open. Wide open. With your tailgate food. All right. So what do you got? All when right. you think about tailgate food, where's it going for you? Uh, where this is going right off the bat is, look, I love me a crock pot or instapots. These things are magical items that when we came out of the Stone Age, uh, the the instapot was the thing that got us over the hump. Okay. That's that's what brought. <laughs> That's what brought civilization to the next. So it separated standard. us from the animals. That's that's what I'm saying. Okay, is the the instapot? Yes, that's that's what it was. All right, guys, uh, the instapot okay. came and we did that. Um, and and I have been around people uh, who are wizards with this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you get a nice potato bun, you get some nice pork butt, and you season that just right, and you get me a pulled pork sandwich. Uh, that is okay. that is sloppy and messy as all get out. Talk about no utensil okay. rule, no utensil mm-hmm. on that because I'm just licking my fingers after that with some dripping gorgeous good sauce. Pulled pork right. sandwich, Daniel, at a tailgate is uh, right. one of my all time favorites. That's right. Um, uh, I will. It's it's number three on my list, but I'll 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 just piggyback right off that. Not pulled pork sandwich for me, but. Um, but just the simple, just the simple, yet beautiful, the mighty hamburger, is is the number three tailgate food on my list. It's listen, you're not going to go into a stadium and eat a hamburger. No, right, no. be honest. But look, look, what is the only like? What is the only setting appropriate for cooking a hamburger, Clint? It, is it indoors? Nope. No, it's not indoors. You don't no. cook a hamburger indoors. No, you cook a hamburger outdoors, and what is the best outdoor eating setting? It's the tailgate. It's not the it's not the picnic. No, no, no. It's it's not the camping trip. No, it's the it's the tailgate. Uh, you got a grill. You fire that bad boy up. Throw some charcoal on it. You make some burgers. Why would I use a utensil when I can use a piece of bread to transport this delicious thing to my mouth? If this utensil that I use can also be used in my stomach, even better. That's right. That's right. If it's full of carbs, yeah. then even better. No, the burger, very classic, simple. Don't overthink it. No. Clint, what are you putting on your tailgate hamburger? This is my follow-up question to you. Oh, uh, you got cheese. Uh, I don't. I don't know what you're doing without cheese on that burger. Okay. No, Just... you gotta have cheese. You gotta have cheese. Uh, I Perf- am a- cheese of choice. Cheese of choice. Uh, by the way, craft single. That's stop. like the. No, no I'm dead stop. serious on no. a burger. Please. No. I- Tw- Twitter, back me up on this. On a hamburger, the American single is the pr- is the premium cheese. 
Daniel, you asked me what cheese I like. I'm answering what cheese I like because a Kraft Single is not a cheese. It is a byproduct of some other plant-based something. It is not cheese. You're way off base here. You're way off. You're trying to bring you're trying to bring your high class sophistication into my hamburger, and it doesn't. My hamburger doesn't want it. My hamburger's not interested. You put your provolone on your hamburger, whatever. Nazi. Put your crumbled blue cheese on your look, hamburger, whatever. Look, Drink your I, red wine and look, eat your. Look, look, I'm not uh, drinking red wine at it, but I am putting pepper jack on my hamburger. Okay, that's what I'm putting on there. Sounds delicious on a wheat thin. But not on my hamburger. Real quick, Daniel, have you ever been to a tailgate in San Francisco for a Niners game? <laughs> is is there such a thing? Is well, there? well, not what you and I would not classify these events as a tailgate at all, because uh, the wine cooler, wheat thin Triscuit and cheese square <laughs> is on a high alert. <laughs> oh, just people eating handfuls of grapes. At a tailgate, <laughs> calling in a day. They have uh, they no have more, strawberry no and brie. No more <laughs> for me. I'm, the I cheese. They have, the sections of cheese are soft and hard cheeses. Is what they got going on. Goodness gracious. Uh, all right. What's what's number two on your list? Number two, Daniel. You mentioned last time that one of the best traditions is sneaking in the flask of whiskey on the calf into Correct. Sanford Stadium, which is very true. But, Daniel, I need a simple, good, refreshing cocktail at my tailgate. Mm. Okay. Nice. Now, nice. I don't, I don't want to go through this whole five-step process. I need something simple. So I'm, I'm actually going to hit you with two options because both options are legitimate options. Oh, are you bringing recipes to the I'm, podcast? I'm bringing two <laughs> legit options. The first one is going to maybe shock your, you a little bit. Get your pen and paper, listeners. <laughs> Instagram ain't got nothing on me, okay? We're all about to learn something here. We really are. Um, no, Daniel, that is the Moscow Mule is number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Okay, if you, if you don't if you don't know how simple and good a Moscow Mule is to make, they are refreshing, cold. Put it into a nice nice glass that keeps it chilled the whole time. Very simple to make. And the second option that is that is good and right, but you have to do this. You have to you have to do a little preparation beforehand. So get out an orange the night before, make some slices, mm-hmm. and, and that mm-hmm. is just a nice simple three recipe old fashioned. Uh, these are the two cocktails that I want to make. Not tailgate. These are great. These are great choices. Uh, tailgate cocktails, and you kind of check both. The, you check the boxes. If you got a, you got a light cocktail and a dark cocktail, which just sort of it's going to appeal to a more widespread audience. There, you got. Look, I know my wife ain't gonna drink people. that old fashioned. Okay, I'm gonna give her a Moscow mm-hmm. Mule. I know she's gonna enjoy it and be lovely with it. That's right. Uh, number two on my list. <clears throat> it is the hot wing. Clint, I'm going. I'm going absolute staples so far. I've got the burger number three, and I've got the hot wing number two. Listen, uh, football and wings, being outdoors and wings, a messy food environment, and an extremely messy food where I don't really have to worry about what kind of a mess I'm making. Hot wings. Uh, are a premium tailgate food because they do not require even a plate, much less a utensil. No. You don't, like they don't, you just pick one up off the buffet line 
and stroll around, holding your old-fashioned in one hand, <laughs> your wing in the other. You have a conversation, and guess what? As that wing starts to starts to uh, be cleaned off, as you start to get down to the bone, you just make a loop right back by the trash can. In goes the bone, up goes another wing. That's and, it. And here we are again. Listen, it, it is a premium tailgate food, the hot wing. It, it does require a little bit of work. You are going to need uh, a vat of oil God. in that in that situation. Uh, but listen, Georgia fans know there's no – when we were setting restrictions on what you could and couldn't have at a tailgate, hmm. we did not mention anything about methods of cooking. No. Because there, there's nothing off limits. No. Georgia fans – Georgia fans bring in their deep fryers. We're bringing the Traeger out. We're bringing the charcoal grill. We're bringing out the pizza oven. If that's what you want, just put, just give me the wood fire pizza oven. So somebody's got that set up in the back of their, in the back of their truck. My gosh, what if you put a full size wood fire pizza oven in the bed of an F-150 and you just drove that bad boy out there and all of a sudden you got the peel and you are just scraping off pizzas. Somebody you, take that. Somebody, you're going to make friends in a hurry, y'all. Okay? You're going to get some us, tickets. Let us know where you're posted up. Yeah. Uh, and we're, we're there. Yeah. We're, we're, we're coming to that tailgate. Uh, no, the hot wing. The hot wing, number two. The hot wing is number two. Hot wing, Daniel, number one in my book. My wife, uh, wow. a couple years ago, for her uh, birthday, got the wing it machine, Daniel. I'm sorry. Yep. I'm sorry. What? The wing it machine. It so is. My curiosity a, is peaked. Hello. Why don't you? Why don't you go ahead and uh, you know what you're asking for this Christmas, Daniel? Uh, uh, well, I'd love to know more about it. Uh, the wing it machine is a uh, cooler-sized machine, a small cooler, like a, like a lunchbox cooler-sized uh, okay. machine. Uh, that you are able to put oil in and heats to an acceptable level very quickly, has a basket, a deep fryer basket that will dip into the oil, a lid that closes, a timer that goes off, and it is specifically made so that it can quickly and efficiently create hot wings, fried. How many wings are you pulling out of there at a time? Oh, uh, 15. 15 wings at a time. Oh, so the capacity is serious. Capacity you can make a plate serious. of wings. Oh, you can make a whole. You can make a serving, a legit serving of wings. Correct. In one, in one go. I was yeah. thinking you were going to say like four or five wings coming out yeah. of there at a time. No, no, oh no, 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 no. Um, the wing it, wing it machine, y'all. So uh, talk about things, and it and it hooks up just straight to a you know one ten outlet. Put that right there. You're good to go. You you fine. I don't need any special equipment for that. You spend all your time perfecting that sauce. Oh, that's all. Oh. Getting the getting get, the right getting the right blend of butter and hot sauce. Get that giant to, bowl uh, out there and just put the ingredients in. Throw the hot wings in. The hot wing heat will melt all that, and you just start tossing mm. it in that aluminum or in that uh, uh, stainless steel bowl. Uh, throw it out on a plate. And to your point, one of my favorite things is as you walk around with the wing, using it like a wand, like a, a pointer right. in a presentation. A pointer. Uh, as you that's emphatically correct. tell people right. why we're going to win the game today, you use that that's wing right. as a wand. Jake Fromm's going to throw it over here. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly right. 
to Jorge Pickens, and uh, you're just splattering. You just oh. just vinegar in people's eyeballs. Oh yeah, like, no. And know, the woman, like, the woman that brought her nice uh, uh-huh. summer dress to the tailgate party. First of she all, she decided she decided to wear the white uh-huh. instead of the black. That's yeah. all. That's look. I can't. I can't help you in your bad decisions. Okay. That's all. I can't, on me. I can't live your life me. for you. That I can't live me. your life for you. We're not. Yeah. Uh, number one on my list, Clint. Do we really even? I mean, look. If I, it's a, it's number one. It's number one on every list I've ever made. Yeah. All right. Like yeah. it's not. Um, you want to talk about the number one utensil-free food in the world? Yeah. You want to yeah. talk about? The number one utensil substitute in the world. Now this is this, this is this is carrot this is carrots and ranch dressing dip, right, Daniel? This is a this is a vegetable. This is celery for you, right? This is this is green, good, comes out of the earth. It, listen, corn comes out of the earth, and you mash that you mash that some bitch up into uh, into a chip, and then you take that you take that tortilla chip and you slather it in some sort of meaty cheese dip and uh this does require a plate though, more like a trough it's like a bucket sort of situation <laughs> where you just hold it on your chest and then you and then you're just shoveling kind of up so that all the it all falls back down onto the plate oh, um yeah that's the it's the number one when the problem is is that when i go to a tailgate Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 there's a there's a premium cheese slash cheese and meat dip available. Mm-hmm. Uh, I often find myself struggling to put anything else on my plate because I usually have to wait. I usually have to make a run and like get a burger on my plate, get some yeah. chips on like get yeah. some barbecue chips on my plate, get a couple wings on my plate, and then I'll make a pass. And then I'll just go and take a plate and cover it in tortilla chips and then slather on that stuff. Because you don't want to share – you don't want to be sharing space with a dip on your plate. The Daniel, dip, des, the dip yeah. deserves its own plate. Daniel, I, think I've, I think I've highlighted this point before, but to our listeners, I, I don't think I've emphatically and profoundly enough made this point clear. Uh, Daniel, you are not – Ben Cleveland size esque? Are you? I'm. I'm. I'm not. No one would okay. mistake me were I standing next to Ben Cleveland. No, no one. one would say which one is. Wh- no. Okay. Um, and yet, Daniel, I, I'm fully convinced. Um, now, now butchering a deer and eating it, I give the I give the nod to Ben Cleveland. But packing away pounds of cheese dip and tortilla chip. All my money's riding on you. I've never seen somebody put away more cheese dip in my entire life. You know how in the hot dog eating contest, you get just a little skinny guy, you know, down there at the end, and you think, like, well, this guy doesn't have a chance. But then all of a sudden, oh, he wins. You got to find the right thing, you know? (laughs) And, you know, you ask me to chisel my way out of a mine with only a sharpened rock, you know, probably not going to give the edge to me. Daniel's writing Love. his his uh, last will and testament with the the sharpened stone. Um, yeah, I'm <laughs> diagramming it on the wall of the of the of the board. All right, that's our tailgate power rankings. We got one more food game day food power rankings to go, Clint. Yeah. And for some of you, it's the most important. 
Uh, for some of you, this one was the most important the tailgate. Correct. The tailgate was because you're out there every week, and and we and God love you. Uh, some of us don't don't have the the fortune of being in Athens every weekend or every home weekend. Um, and and even for those of us that do have the fortune of being there every weekend, even fewer of us have the fortune of going to every away game. Right. Every weekend. Most of us are watching at least half. I would say most of us are watching way more than half of our Georgia football this year on the television. So that begs the question, Clint, what what are our power rankings for game day food mm. at your home? We'll get mm. to that on our That's next on our next power rankings. It's a whole new ball game. It it's is a whole it really, really new is. ball game when you're talking about eating on the couch. Uh Daniel, we're going to finish up today. Uh, last time we gave you win totals for SEC teams. That's right. right. Uh, we surveyed the rest of the college football landscape, and we got some more interesting over-under win totals because we did talk about one of the most fascinating and exciting parts of our betting lives is the season win totals. Uh, you can find a lot of value. This is where you can make a lot of money up in your betting. Um, so, Daniel, we got win totals this year for a couple of teams uh, that we wanted to That's we right. wanted to give you, um, and so this is not in the SEC. Is out there, uh, and Dan, I'm going to start with one that was just as easy for me to find Alabama for me to take the over on Alabama win totals. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the second easiest for me because we've said this many times, and everybody say it with me: the ACC is trash. Okay, just we all know this. You find Clemson, you get them at 11.5 or 11, you take the over, and you wait for the money to come back in. Clemson on the over, because the ACC is trash. Clint, I could not disagree more. Give it to me. Are you going under on Clemson? Yes. Oh, my. Clemson right now is sitting at 11.5, people. That means the only way... That you are not just winning money. The only way you're not losing money. Perfect season. Is if they have if they run the table and have a perfect season. Now listen. Listen and listen good. This has nothing to do with the ACC. Okay? okay. okay. Has nothing to do with the ACC. Do you know who this has everything to do with? What's that? Clep Clemson. Has everything to do with Clemson. Clint, perfect seasons are not easy. Clint, perfect seasons do not happen all that often. Clint, back to back perfect seasons, listen closely, never happen. Okay, well. Back to back perfect seasons, it won't happen. Clemson okay. plays. Texas A&M, it's their toughest game. They play them week two. Okay? Uh, which is poor for Texas A&M because probably Texas A&M's best shot of winning that game is, like, injury attrition on Clemson's roster. Like, if Texas A&M got them late in the season, like, they would have a better shot just by luck of winning this game. But you can't – are you telling me Texas A&M has a 0% chance of winning this game? I'm telling you, they what's have zero the, what's, chance of winning that game. Z- zero? Zero. No, Clint. No. I'm sorry. No, it's not zero. It's not no. zero. Uh, Clint, 
Clint, did you watch the Syracuse Clemson game last year? I did. Two years ago, did you watch the Clemson Pitt game? I did. Yeah. Um, did you watch the year before that the Syracuse Clemson game? I did. Okay. So, what you're telling me is that elite teams like Syracuse and okay. Pittsburgh. Okay. Well, you just the whole argument has been lost right now. No, no, no. That's why I'm I'm using heavy air quotes here. Elite teams like Syracuse and Pittsburgh can beat in two of those three years beat Clemson, and in last year's case, Syracuse had Clemson beat and then choked it away at the end. Uh, that game was at Clemson, by the way. It was. Uh, Gosh, that first quarter of that game was so thrilling. Trash teams mm-hmm. can beat slash basically almost beat Clemson in three consecutive seasons. Mm-hmm. And you're telling me that in this season, though, the schedule full of those same caliber of teams mm-hmm. has a 0% chance one out of 12 has a 0% chance of beating them? Clint, you're being ridiculous. I'm not, that, that, I'm not, the I'm argument not, doesn't make any sense. I'm not being ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense. Give me the under on this. And it is, again, it has nothing to do with Syracuse or North Carolina or Florida State. You just go in the algorithm of a full season in college football. That's That's what you're going with there. Just look at the numbers, Clint. I, I, they, just, they don't happen. They... Teams don't do this. They don't go 12-0 and 0 two years in a row, much less 15-0 and 0 two years in a row. Like, it just ain't. I don't care. Well, I don't I got, care yeah. who Jennifer Aniston is dating that's given her the extra mojo to make all those throws. By the way, that's a little uh, offensive to Jennifer Aniston, just so, you, just so you're aware. I doubt she's listening. If she is, we apologize. Thank we you. We apologize. I'd love to get her on the pod and just get her take on the whole situation. Uh, so just reach out if you are listening, Jennifer Aniston. Um, uh, right, Daniel, no, I couldn't. Who, I couldn't disagree more. Well, then who do you have? Give me, give me a season win total. Over I'm going to stick in the ACC, and I'm going to stick with another team that's close to our hearts, Clint. Uh, and I'm going to go to the the Ramblin' Wreck. Uh huh. What are of, you doing of of Georgia Tech? The win. The number is set at four right now, Clint. Uh, is that the number that you have? Uh, what if I told you you can get him at three and a half? Or or somebody got them at three and a half. Really? Did you get them at three and a half? I got them at three and a half. Well, I don't know why you would want to because the play is under. <laughs> it's under four. <laughs> the, 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 the move, it doesn't matter what you got them at. The move is under. The move is under. So why would you take the push out of the equation if they happen to win that fourth game? Uh, listen to me. Let me run through the schedule. They play Clemson week one. LOL. Sure. Uh, they play South Florida at home week two. They're not winning that game. They're not winning. They're not They're beating not winning South, South Florida. Florida. Okay, well. No, they are not. They are. They play Citadel week three. That's a win. The they Citadel. play at. They play at Temple uh-huh. week four. Clint, let me ask you: Who has a more talented roster, Georgia Tech or Temple? You know what? Just, let me just, let me say just, this. The current coach at Georgia Tech recruited all the players to Temple, and Paul Johnson recruited all the players to Georgia Tech. So I think we have our answer. <laughs> Georgia Tech will be lucky to get out of Temple with a win. That is a, that is a maybe 
That's a toss-up game. And then you get into the ACC. Obviously, they played Georgia at the end of the season. Uh, but then you get into the ACC schedule. They're sitting on one, maybe two wins going into the ACC schedule. North Carolina, that's a winnable game for them. Absolutely. At Duke, at Duke, I do not think is a winnable game. Uh-huh. At Miami, no. Pittsburgh at home, no. At Virginia, no. Virginia Tech at home, no. Uh, NC State at home, even if they win it, that's only three. See, I got, not, winning, I, I got them winning three out of the four of Citadel, Temple, NC, Duke, USF. They're winning three out of the, the four there, and then they're going to pick up a win somewhere down the road. We're 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 we are at odds on two on we're two for two, which right. I love. I love this. Okay, fine. Let's let's try to find some maybe. Okay, this this line is stupid. Surely we can agree on something. Surely we can agree on this. This line is stupid because okay. I watched this team play top tier talent last year at a high level. I watched this team get a better head coach, one that doesn't kill players in practice. I watched this team bring back some talent, and I went to Maryland's over-under win total, Daniel, and it was set at three and a half. Wow. Three and a half for Maryland. That, that, that feels low. Feels low to me as well because uh, they have only – increased coming out of last year they played well last year took a bunch of teams to the wire played really really well in some highly competitive games give me the over on maryland three and a half they they play howard week one hello so there's an instant win they play syracuse week two at home that's a toss-up that's gonna be that's a toss-up that's a tough game they play at temple here here we go with those temple owls again temple owls man they'd be they'd be scheduled uh that's a that's a tough that's not a a, a cup game. Nope. nope, it's not. Nine commerce game. And then you're into the Big Ten. So like you gotta beat Rutgers on the road. You gotta beat Indiana the, at the home. Illinois. You yeah, you got they don't play Illinois. They don't play Illinois? I thought they did. I do not see Illinois on the schedule. Uh, uh oh no, that was looking a, at, I was looking at uh, Purdue. It is a Indiana. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I. surely they can get to three and a half. I'm thinking they have to. Right? I'm thinking. I'm going to give you my favorite of all the lines. And um, this is a team. Listen, this is a team I'm high on. I'm not, I'm not here. I'm not here trying to hide it. I may, I may have snuck in a few dollars on a long shot college football playoff berth for this team. Okay. okay, I like and this. That that is the Washington Huskies. That's right. You give do me, love you love them, the give, Huskies. Give me Jacob Eason. Uh huh. And give me the Washington Huskies. And listen, uh, the numbers at nine and a half right now. Nine and a half is too low for Washington. Uh, Washington is going to win the Pac-12 North, but yes. even if they lose. To Oregon, which is their main competition in the Pac-12 North, I don't think they're going to lose another game on their schedule. I legitimately don't. I think I think the the floor for Washington is ten and two. The absolute wow. floor wow. is ten and two. 
and Daniel, I think the ceiling <laughs> is twelve and up. Daniel, you here's here's the thing that happened to you right now. Okay, you saw a a juggernaut within a conference um, who has a good coach, and you thought to yourself, surely a team that's good in its own conference with skill and a good coach should do well, and you forgot that they play in the Pac-12 on the West Coast and they are soft pansies, is what you forgot. That's because right. every, and everyone that they play, and everyone yeah. that they play also is that. Yeah, that's true. Listen, who's a better quarterback, Jacob Easton or Jake Browning? Oh, my gosh, how bad is Jake Browning? Oh, he was Listen, so Listen, he was holding them back. Okay. He was like, okay. he was like, the, he was like the, the wonderkin for them, and he was holding them back. Okay. I, he he I was poor. He was a poor quarterback. They will upgrade a quarterback. Um, you know, USC is is a dumpster fire. Stanford oh, is way down this year. Stanford not bringing uh, back a lot of people. Todd Helton be U- looking for a job after this Utah year. Utah is going to be the second toughest game on their schedule. And Utah is not as good as last year's team, I don't think. But, but Utah will be the second toughest game on their schedule. And, yeah, and then they got the – and they get Oregon at home. Yeah. Like uh, I, I think twelve and zero is a legitimate possibility, and I think if you and I, again, if you want to sneak a few dollars in on the college football playoff, it's not uh, bad. It's I got not him, bad. I, I got them at twelve to one. That's a, that's really to make not a bad the college bet. football playoff. That's really so, not that's not a bad bet at all. I'd do no. that. Um, I'm gonna stick in the Pac-12. I'm gonna hit you with my because this number is 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 crazy low. Uh, I'm going to take everything you just said about Washington. I'm not going to have them winning the Pac-12, but everything you just said, a quarterback who's competent and a soft Pac-12 schedule. Eight and a half is the number for Oregon, Daniel. Eight and a half. What? I mean, what is this happening? Is all, it's, it's, it's all on that Auburn game. It's all on that Auburn it's game. All. That's what it comes down to. Because, look, um, they're winning against Nevada. They're winning against Montana. They're going to go down and beat Stanford. Cal, they get at home, and Cal's down this year on offense. Colorado is Colorado. They go to Washington, tough game. Uh, they get Washington State at home. USC, they go to, uh, which isn't going to be that big. Uh, they play the Civil War game against Oregon State, which Oregon State is just doesn't care about football. Uh, they There are nine wins in this schedule, even if they can't beat Auburn or Washington. Uh, Gosh, I can't believe this number is eight and a half. Eight and a half, Daniel. How is looking for value here? You got a quarterback who's going to be taken in the top ten of next year's draft. They have talent. I don't know who they are. They have a head coach who's turning things around, and it's a Pac-12. Give me Oregon over eight and a half. I like that a lot. Uh, you got any more, I like Daniel? That a lot. I got one more. Okay. I got one more, and it is um, it is the University of Virginia. The the your Bronco national champions uh-huh. in basketball. <laughs> um, I, I I'm I think I think Bronco's doing something down there, in Virginia. Yeah. Um, uh, I he's the the number is seven and a half. Okay. Is the ACC good? Repeat with me. The ACC is trash. Uh yeah, the the ACC's bad and the you know, the non-conference schedule is not um is not scary. No. William and Mary, mm-hmm. Old Dominion, 
Mm-hmm. They do play Notre Dame, which is, you know, this is a tough draw for them. It's their year to play Notre Dame with a random non-conference game. And then they play Liberty. Hugh Freeze got himself a job. Yeah, just, just making Hugh. men. Just making Hugh. men out of, out of boys. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> just leading Bible studies down there at uh, Liberty. Yeah. yeah, he is. Good Lord. Uh, Liberty's going to beat somebody this year. Liberty going to beat a few. Look. Liberty going to sneak up and, and bite them. Let me talk to you about Liberty's schedule. They play Syracuse week one. Uh-oh, Uh-oh. Syracuse. Uh-oh, That watch game's yourself. at Liberty. Wa- no, watch yourself right now. I'm telling you. Hugh Freeze is going to come out just swinging. Uh-oh. There's, there's going to be, Liberty's going to throw the ball 30 yards downfield on their first nine plays. I don't know if any of them are going to be completed. <laughs> scripted but. right now. They are all scripted, and they are all go routes and skinny posts. Don't act like I'm not going to at least tune in for five minutes of that Liberty-Syracuse game. We 100, 100%. I am going to be all over that. But no, um, back to Virginia. Virginia's got themselves a favorable schedule. I think they're going to. I think they're in the trash division of the mm-hmm. trash ACC, mm-hmm. and I think they're going to. I think they're going to roll in that division. That's a good one. I think Daniel. the, I really I think like the floor that. for that team is nine and three. Okay. Even with Notre Dame on the schedule, so at eight and a half, I think you you got nothing but value going over. Uh, I'm going to hit you with another uh, um, team that's uh, very undervalued, kind of very similar to the Virginia pick. Uh, do you have you seen the Tex Virginia Tex uh, win totals this year, Daniel? I haven't seen. What is it like eight? Eight. Eight, eight. wins. Okay, they have Old eight Dominion, wins. Furman, Duke, Rhode Island. UNC, Georgia Tech, Wake Forest, and then end of the year Virginia. Uh, on top of that, Boston College. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, not they go to Boston College. They're at Miami. They also go to Notre Dame. Uh, they have Pittsburgh at home, but eight wins in this trash lineup, and they don't play Clemson. Yeah. See, I think. I don't know. Like, I feel like you might be that bet might be heavily influenced by the by the logo. Well, you know, like I think I think fully admit that that is they have a name brand thing going for you're me. betting on the brand and the brand you are it ain't there. Well, and so I like maybe. Virginia at eight and a half way more than I like Virginia Tech at eight in neither team plays Clemson. But yeah, yeah, I just I feel like Virginia Tech is a. Just watching them the last couple of years, they've just been painfully inconsistent. Yeah, that's true. You know, I, the only you. team that they've beaten is Virginia. Uh, you know, like consistently. Yeah, consistently. And so I, all right, all right. Well, you might be you might be right. Uh, Dan, I'm gonna hit you with a few more finishing up that are just intriguing to me. Nebraska's win total eight and a half. Look, look. They have the greatest coach in the history of college football. Look, stop. How, how stop. could it be? I've seen, less I've, seen than that, 10. I've seen that kid Martinez on Heisman watch list. Look, stop. Stop. Okay. Nebraska ain't winning eight. eight and a half games. Okay. Uh, Ohio State, 10 games. Give me the under on that as well. Uh, don't think he's going to have a good under first 10? day. Under 10? Wow. I know. I know. I think I think Harbaugh, wow. this is the year for Harbaugh. Um, uh, Gotta tell one. me here. If you keep saying it, if you keep saying it's it, it's going to happen one time. Uh, West Virginia. I don't know a thing about West Virginia's uh, talent. 
I have no, no you idea. Don't. I no, you don't. But Nobody their win does. their win total is five. And I know that they love chucking the ball around the yard, and they're going to have people catching it. Five is the is the total there. Give me the over on that. And then lastly, uh, Arizona State six and a half. And I don't even care. This has this has a thing to do about one man. That's Herm Edwards. In Herm, I trust. You won my trust, Herm. You won my trust. No. This is an overcorrection. This six. The play on Arizona State this year is to go under. <laughs> Everybody. Everybody was low on them, and they, uh, you remember their win total was like two and a half last year. It was yes, and and they they exceeded it by five games or yeah. something. Like it was great. It was so fantastic. Uh, that the, it's an overcorrection city there <laughs> yeah, on they really, they really <laughs> did. Herm ain't making a bowl game this year. Like, oh, just get, off, no. get, get off! Get off the Herm train. Uh, um, all right, Daniel. Well, all right. well, that is uh, that, that's um, episode seventy three for us. Um, we're gonna be back because we got we got more power ratings than Daniel. You got a bunch of questions for us about this year's. I got team. a bunch of I, I got a bunch of things I've been. I just, You've been stewing. I've, I've been stewing while we've been away. Don't think I haven't been thinking about this Georgia football team. I uh, and there's some things I gotta. There's some things I need to get off my chest. There's some things I heard that I need you to hear because oh, I'm not gosh. sure you heard them. Oh gosh. And and there's some questions I have. I think I think you know me well enough by now listeners to know that Clint would you would you categorize me as an overly confident individual when it comes to the Georgia football team uh, I think if nothing else Daniel your confidence in Georgia is one of the highest I've ever seen no no I, I disagree <laughs> disagree I, I think I think pessimism rules your day Daniel this this it, is this is more apt that, of how I describe it, you it, the nerves are starting to tingle the yep. nerves are starting to tingle at this point, and so I got some things I need you to maybe talk me off the ledge. Okay. Uh, so because we'll be back. We'll be back next week with that yep. episode for sure. All right. We'll see you guys again. Again with the promises, but this time for real. This time. But this time for real. We need it. All right. All right. All see right. you. Uh, see ya.